As we cross the threshold into a new year, ask the Lord to give you a new beginning of obedience to Him. I have on my desk in my study a beautiful hourglass. It means a great deal to me. It actually is not an hourglass. It measures 15 minutes of time. Uh, it's a gift from my family. It's inscribed with a special message, and it means so much to me, not only for the sentimental reasons of who gave it to me, but it's a reminder to me that every moment of my life counts. Uh, sometimes I'll turn it over and just sit and watch the sand drop through that glass, and it makes me think that's how quickly life passes. Minutes soon become hours, and hours become days, and days become, well, you get the idea. Recently, my father gave me a powerful quote by a man named Lichtenberg who lived in the 1700s. He said, the hourglass is a reminder not only of time's quick flight, but concurrently also of the dust to which we shall at last return. I'd never thought of it that way before. When I look at the hourglass, it's not only a measurement of time, it's a reminder that I'm but dust. And someday I'm going back to the dust of the ground and the Spirit is going back to God who gave it. In the end, only eternity matters. We measure time by years and months and events and accomplishments, but God, God measures time by days. You know, God measures everything so much different than we do. And repeatedly in Scripture, the Holy Spirit emphasizes the days that make up our life and the passing of those days. And then at the end, we enter in, if we know the Lord, into one eternal day. If you go all the way back to the first page of the Bible, to Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 5, you read that the evening and the morning were the first day. So on the very first page of Holy Scripture... Our God, the Creator, established this basic unit of life. Life is made up of evening and morning. Life is made up of days. And then if you go to the end of your Bible, go to the final page, and come to Revelation chapter 22 and verse number 5, we are promised that someday when we're with the Lord in the new heavens and the new earth, there shall be no night there. Isn't that glorious? Time is going to end with the day of the Lord and begin one endless, perfect day for believers. No shadows, no darkness. Someone says, will the sun shine constantly? There's no, no need even for the sun there because the very glory of God, the Lamb, is the light of the celestial city. And so we measure our life by days because this is the way God has outlined life in His Word. Days matter. Every one of them matters. Life is not composed of long spans and large events. It's made up of short days. And the only way to make the most of your life, the only way to make the most of a year, is to give each individual day back to God. I want us to turn our attention to Psalm 90 today. Psalm 90 is the oldest psalm in the Bible. In fact, it was so old that it was not written by David, the sweet psalmist of Israel, Instead, it was written by Moses, the man of God. So we're going back thousands and thousands of years. And Moses, this 
old man who has lived a long, full life, who has watched many people live and die, and stands now on the threshold of meeting God himself, takes pen in hand and writes in Psalm 90, verses 9 and 10, For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. The days of our years are threescore years and ten. And if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, yet is their strength labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. There's an old hymn we used to sing as a kid growing up that says, I'll fly away. Well, that comes from Psalm 90. That's exactly right. Your spirit's going to fly away to be with God. And life on this earth will end. But notice in Scripture the connection between days and years. Our days are passed away. We spend our years. Then it even uses this phrase, the days of our years. You see, if you want to make a year of your life count for God, then make every individual day count for God. Like a huge jigsaw puzzle, they all fit together. They're all connected. Years ago, I heard my pastor testify that when he and his wife were first married, he said to her one day, we don't have one day to waste. The older I get, the more I understand the urgency with which he spoke. The days pass so very quickly. We're given each year 365 days. May I ask, what will you do with each of them? All right, let's break it down into smaller parts. You've been given this day. You may not have another day to live. So if this were your only day, your final day on this earth before you met God, what are you doing with this day? I wonder if you'd join Moses and make the words of the oldest psalm in the Bible your prayer for this new year. In the same psalm, Psalm 90, verse 12 and verse 14, we read these words, So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Oh, satisfy us early with thy mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. I remember sitting down one day in the living room, taking a calculator in hand and trying to number the days that I had lived to that point in time. And I figured it up based on the years and the months that I'd been on earth. And then I was shocked to compare that number to the average lifespan. And it was a sobering reminder to me that the days are passing quickly. The years will soon be gone. But when the Bible says, teach us to number our days, the emphasis is not just on mathematics. No, it's bigger than that. It's on the spiritual reality. The reality that every day matters. And every day I'm to apply my heart to wisdom. What is wisdom? It is the pursuit of God. It's the knowledge of God. It's obedience to the Lord. And listen to this prayer and the passion of Moses' heart as he says, Oh, satisfy us early with thy mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. He understood that if all the days are to count, then we need to start early. We need an early understanding and an early experience of the mercy of our God. And so I wonder today if we could make this our prayer on the threshold of a brand new year. Lord, would you give us fresh mercy this day? Would you in the early weeks and, and days of this year help us to get a glimpse of thy mercy such as we've never known? And because of that, Lord, we believe that we will then rejoice and be glad all the days that you give us. I'm thinking now of the words of the psalmist David in Psalm 23 when he said, Surely goodness and mercy will follow me 
all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You know what I want for this year? I want to know God's goodness and mercy in my life every day. And then I want to, when God's finished with me on this earth, step into one eternal day to spend that day with Him forever. Do you want to make the most of the new year? Do you want to make the most of the rest of your life? Here's the way you do it. One day at a time. We do not have a single day to waste. So whether you have a, an hourglass on your desk or not, would you picture it in your mind? Would you look at the hourglass that is suggested in Psalm 90 and be reminded that every day matters because someday will be our last and we'll stand face to face with the Creator God of the universe. A new start begins with new life in Jesus Christ. If you don't know Him, our prayer is that you will trust Him today as your personal Savior. If you do know Him, realize that each believer should determine to make this year a new beginning of obedience to God. For more resources on walking with Christ, please visit us online at scottpauley.org.